Caught a job, you can't ignore it. I'm transforming now, these cars and planes, I'm always boarding. Just out touring down in Charlotte, like I play for Hornets. When I'm performing, never boring, now you can't afford it. Champagne, Perrier, finished friends on my face. Looking like a front of D. D's no Cartier. Pockets deep, 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 bro. I can make it in my seat, bro. Do you and doing me, bro. Oh, today we got another special guest in the building. We got another, another, another special guest in the building. She hoops. She helps teach the youth. She does many other things. I'd like to introduce Miss Donita Adams. What's going on, Donita? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? people i'm glad i do thank you my brother mm. so you want to hear a secret danita whatever's wrong with your phone we didn't get none of that <laughs> what's the secret you ain't get none of it i heard none of it i'm hearing you clear is day now so now once again introduce yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh man Hey Gary, what's going on, my brother? Um, and to the beautiful people, hello. Um, it's a pleasure and an honor to be on this show today. So I look forward to, you know, talking. I'm like, I feel like Kwame Brown right now. I'm I'm all about that smoke. So being a part of this show, I'm ready to talk, ready to, you know, educate, ready to do whatever it takes to help our people grow. So thank okay. you for having me. Okay, 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 okay. Definitely. We're going to learn a lot about you today. We're going to learn about some of the things you've done, some of the places you're going, and, uh, you know, some fun things that you for actually sure. do. So For sure, for sure. Let's start with what are you doing these days? What are you doing these days? What am I doing these days? It's interesting. I actually just got back from training. I'm, also, I'm in the military. So um, recently, last month, I reclassed to a 42 Alpha, mm -hmm. and that's a human resource. And um, so I needed that because I'm, you know, an AGR, that's active guard reserve component. And I needed to have another position or a job that I can move around with in that realm of work. So, Definitely. Uh, yeah, it's opened up a lot of opportunities for me as far as trying to do that. And um, hopefully, you know, one day commission. So that's the road for that. But um, also coaching. Uh, the other day I was out with our boys and girls and our practices and um just going over some basic fundamentals i think COVID came in at like the worst time especially like when kids are like being sponges yeah. and they're like learning the game and terminology and then all of a sudden you have to be isolated for a whole year now we're starting over so it, it's it's rewarding though i tell anybody who gets into coaching and working with the youth that you'll love it because um one not only are you giving back but you're also um teaching them so hopefully one day they can pay it forward and, and teach someone else so it, it's just great it's a, it's a great rewarding uh thing so besides the coaching um so what, what business so what else so what else business ventures are you getting into uh i feel like sometimes <laughs> i'm like a little jamaican like i feel like my hands is on everything 
I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm also into um, real estate. So I've been right now, I'm in the process of going through um, like multifamily homes. I'm actually right now, it, my offer is being accepted. So I had a home inspection the other day. So uh, I have a duplex mm-hmm. and I'm looking to get at least one of each, like a quadruplex and a triplex. So right now I'm into the real estate world. I feel like that's where the money is. And for generational wealth and breaking the chains of all the curses, I feel like, you know, being able to pass that down to my lineage. So I've been venturing into that. Uh, I'm also looking into like e-commerce and okay. like Amazon, looking at publishing. So okay. I'm doing that as well. And you like, publish. you know, what's so crazy is I, I'm not even a, like a writer, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even like to write unless I have to, you know, something like that. But uh, uh-huh. the good thing about it with this training is it tells you how to find ghost writers. You know what I'm saying? It tells you how to locate these people who are, who do this for, for a profession. They uh-huh. can do it for you, you buy the rights for it. And then um, you can publish this information because it's, it's by you. So I'm learning how to do that in, in that game because, you know, once I become proficient in it, I want to be able to teach other people. You know what I mean? Like that's, I feel like that's what we lack in our community is that, we learn a trait and then we don't want to disseminate that out to anybody else so they can eat. And I'm a person that like, if I learn something and I grow from it, I want everybody to eat around me in my circle. So, um, I'm very, I'm trying to get that going. And I think those are the only things, right. And then I officiate. <laughs> so I, yeah, I officiate basketball games anywhere up from little kids all the way up to like professionals, like grown men. And it's crazy how these grown men cry more than the kids. And it's part of the culture, man. That's what we teach in the NBA. So even in the NBA, you know, they're able to get this or cry about this. So players learn from what they see on TV. Nah, it's it's crazy. Like I had a guy, he was about seven foot tall. And I swear he probably could have played overseas or something like that. But his attitude was so bad. Like I can imagine. Miss ref, miss ref, you know, you ain't see that foul. Like, no, it wasn't a foul. Like I would have caused it if it was a foul. Like you know, you throwing up little soft stuff. I'm not, I'm not going to give you that. So, um, but I've, I've helps, seen it all. helps. Being a player, I think sometimes that's where refs and stuff um, need better training. Like, we got good refs in the NBA, but if they were yeah. players first, then they would be able to make, you know, much better calls. Like you said, am I going to call nothing on the softer stuff? Because you've been in that, you've been down that road. That's not, you know what I mean? Certain things aren't, aren't a foul. Yeah, the refs that never really play the game, they only know just the super, super technical black and white what they see or read. Like, you got to interpret it. You got to be able to make a, a decision, like, based on how the game is flowing. Most definitely. And also, too, like, with, like, for instance, we throw out, like, LeBron James, right? We all know 6'8", he's a solid, what, like, 240 or something like that, 230 or whatever. So he's a bigger guy. And one thing that I know as officiating, one of the things I look at is, you know, if the defensive person is in, like, legal guarding position, you know, are are we there? Are they in position? And a foul is a foul. You know, regardless how big a person is or how small a person is, if a foul is committed, call it. Not versus, like, oh, well, that wasn't a strong hit, so I I won't let that go. You know what I mean? Like, so I know that officials, like, we need to do a better job at, like, just calling it. If it's a foul, it's a foul. No no matter if the person is bigger or smaller. Bigger or smaller, yep. Yeah. Do, do you call do you do you call the same level of um 
refer uh, how do I say it? refereeing or officiating at the younger level as you do to the older level? You- yeah, I try to keep it consistent as possible um, because I try to have like a good routine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just take it easy on the little kids and not have the same mechanics or whatever. Like, I want to be able to um, have that same routine and and come with every game 100 percent and and ready to go, uh, because you don't want to slack on anything. Every you know, everybody wants to be there. Everyone wants to have a good game, uh, we want it smooth, under control. So if you come consistent, and you come correct. Uh, you'll be fine. So, so, tell, so tell me why you got into refereeing in the first place. What gave you Yo, energy and passion to <laughs> even join the stripes? You know what's crazy is um, I coached high school. So I coached high school. I, I actually coached at every every level. Um, but high school is where the officiating popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. So I was coaching at Walker's Mill High School. And I was – shout out to Walker's Mill House, High School out in Gatesburg, Maryland. Okay. I was out there and I just kept seeing like these officials were just like not running up and down the floor. They're making calls from like 90 feet. <laughs> um, you know, it was just like so bad. And it was just, I was just so tired. And then I had one ref and we can go into this later, but I'll give you a short story of it. This one ref, he told one of my players she couldn't play because she had a hijab on. We had a news, uh, story about that and everything like it went Mm. to they had to change the rules and all that so like it was just really bad and I was like you know what as a player and as a coach I was like let me just see how it is to be an official and then also it would help me in my coaching as well because now I can show my players where they can be positioned or Mm. how to you know do certain things in order to get the call or whatever you know what I mean like so now I know about different um and they use different terms too so your baseline is not your baseline and an official is called your inline, you know? So I learned about a lot of different things from officiating. So really high school, uh, coaching high school, wanted I wanted to officiate because of that. Um, so I can either be a better coach and also try to help the officials officiate games better. So that, that was so, my thing. So even, even, even coaching and refereeing, where do you find time to do some of these other things that you're doing? Because that takes a lot of time. It does. And I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I question and, and ask myself where I get this energy and all that. And ultimately, it just goes down to, like, when I was a kid, like, I've always been hungry for uh, success and wanting to display, I guess, my God-given ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just for me, not for my glory or anything like that, but for God's glory. Um, I always wanted people to see him work and um, the things that I do. So just that grind and hustle, you know, I wasn't raised in like the best environment. I wasn't in the hood or anything like that, you know, but I, what we were poor. We, there were some times that we didn't have, you know, lights or the electric wasn't paid. You know, it was, it was stuff that as a kid, you're like, yo, I don't want ever want, when I grow up, I don't want to live like this, Thanks. you know? So, you know, I didn't want to have, uh, you know, nothing in my bank. I didn't want to live paycheck by paycheck. So I grind. So just that hunger and just remembering what I have been through is, you know, that pushed me to motivate me to not want to go through that again and to help my lineage not have to worry about that, too. So I think, yeah, it's just that motivation and then that faith in God, knowing that, you know, I can push through and persevere through anything. So I'll always find some time. <laughs> 
That is definitely a fact. So we're going to jump right into the sponsors. Hello, how you doing? This is Brown from Brown's Bounce Around, where we make it happen one event at a time. We are located in the Fort Lee, Virginia area and the Tri-Cities area. You can Google us, Brown's Bounce Around, or you can follow us on Facebook, Brown's Bounce Around. Thank you. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Vaha here. And I'm just coming to spread some of the love about some of the entrepreneurs out there that some of you guys may not know anything about. Like my boy Garbezi, big time Twitch streamer. Love him, up and coming. Does a lot of NBA 2K, hosts a lot of nice, cool little events. And he does some pretty cool stuff on his uh, on his Twitch. Then we got my other guy, Bassin' Ain't Easy, Eddie Stokes. Obviously out there catching, always on the water, doing how-to videos and teaching you more about fishing than you might know or you might want to pick up. And last but not least, I got my guy Albert Glover uh, with Glover Properties out there with the real estate business. If you're ever looking for a property, give him a ring. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening in, showing your love. Now we're going to jump right back into it. All right. So we're back. So we learned quite a bit of uh, the jack of all trades that you are um, <laughs> doing a little of everything, um, touching bases and trying to conquer many things. So I do have a question. What ever happened or where is the truth basketball brand or just the brand? I remember when you started it and I, I haven't seen big promotions on it anymore. What's going on with that? <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, like we talked about before, COVID definitely intervened and kind of postponed a lot of uh, that movement, that push. Uh, we were actually on the verge of having about three teams starting that out, getting them to AAU and traveling and then venturing out into another part, uh, another entity of that organization. But, um, yeah, it's still it's still being pushed. We still have our kids. We're still doing all of that. And truth is... It's not one of those things that I wanted to make like a big name out of it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want it to be something that I would be funded off of. Like, no, that is just strictly for the kids and strictly for the community. And I knew that getting that vision and something from God that he will just take you where it needs to be. So, of course, everybody wants stuff that's like instant. Right. Like we, we just want instant gratification and we want all that. And it, I thought about that at one point, like, man, I kind of did get a little discouraged because I, you know, I wanted to be more proactive in the community, but there's always a time and a place for everything. So now I know, you know, take my time, do the things I need to do for the kids that I have currently, and then I'll see it grow. Um, so yeah, we're still doing good. We're still doing good. We still have AAU teams for the boys. And uh, we have our girls still starting back up again. And the goal is to take not only just the AAU programs, but to have some after-school programs, you know, other resources for these kids, because a lot of kids in this area, especially where I'm from, um, a lot of people from like DC and Baltimore are like migrating into the county. Mm -hmm. um, gentrification, all those type of things are happening. So it's forcing them to come uh, to the county area. And then now it's more violence. Like, like literally about two years ago, there was about five to 10 youth that got shot, yeah. you know, that died from gun violence, you know, and I would have never thought about that in Montgomery County, you know, having to deal with that and 
and deal with grief counselors and, and, you know, kids wondering, you know, are they next, you know? So that's something that I want to bring through truth, you know, being able to have resources for them so they can have counselors to talk to. They can have uh, teachers to go to, to help them out with uh, their education. I would also love to have resume builders. So there's a lot of things that I'm looking at, but I just have to, you know, be patient and um, do my part and then hopefully it, it can work out. So that, that's what I'm looking for as far as with truth. So not just the okay. whole basketball part of it, but it's going to bring in more opportunities for our kids to grow. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, is Danita still playing basketball? What was Danita's status on basketball? <laughs> Yo, Donita is talking in third person, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am literally thinking this is my farewell tour. Um, as you know, I'm, I will be in Colorado playing in the Military Basketball Association, the NBA. I will be out there playing. And I think that I know for sure that will probably be my last military tournament um competitively and then i have all army coming around in october and i will probably put in that'll probably be my last time playing with them and you know just stick with the coaching and and that's it but we'll see um you know i'm 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 feeling so you're still in shape that's what you're telling I'm me still, you're still in i'm still in shape full still active in shape. shape yeah i still look good you know from what i'm hearing i still look like I'm covid didn't first. slow it down uh-uh no 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 covid didn't right. slow that down i'm still running i'm still working out I'm pushing okay. through the knee pain, but okay. at the end of the day, like I love basketball. I've been playing basketball since I came out the womb. Like, yeah, it's just it's my passion. But I know that eventually, you know, just like Kobe and all the greats, MJ, like you got to give it up. Like, you know, at one point, and then you you find another part in it where you can still be around it, but um, you literally just give everything that you know back to the youth. So that's that's what I'm doing. All right, so I'm gonna put you on the spot here with the brain cells. So uh, I need you to give me your top five basketball players, male or female, <laughs> and I want your top three pair of shoes, basketball shoes. Top five of all time. My number one is definitely gonna go to Cynthia Cooper. She is a four-time champion. I think she's a three or four time MVP. I want to say that I might be wrong. Somebody fact check me. Um, but I've been watching her and I was a fan of her. I actually got a Houston Comets Jersey mm. uh, because she's like inspired me to just want to be in the WNBA. So she's my number one, my number two, this is tough. My number two will probably have to go to magic Johnson. Uh, skilled point guard. I even try to like do some of his passes. This man's okay. crazy. If he didn't, okay. uh, I wish. I still think Bron is better, but yeah, all right. I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. MJ was doing some crazy stuff. Um, you can see that right now in ball. Like ball is like looking just like him. It's crazy. Um, and I mean the ball that's playing in Chicago. I mean not Chicago. Uh, in Chicago, I was like, damn, which ball is Charlie? That? Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, Lamelo. Yeah, yeah Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, hooping. He's tough. He's tough. Yeah, he's so Cynthia, MJ, uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, let me see. <sighs> Gotta give it to Michael Jordan. I'll put him in there. 
Man, I'll stick them in there. I'll find somewhere to put them. I'll stick them in there. I'm not going in order, like per se, but Cynthia is my number one. But we go MJ. I will go with LeBron. That's my boy. And I will go with that's tough. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Over Wade. Kobe Bryant. Over Kobe. Kobe. Here's the thing. I have mad respect for Kobe, and I think I got I got more respect for him. Unfortunately, after his passing, because I wasn't. I always thought that, you know, he was very cocky, arrogant. Like, I don't really like cocky, arrogant. But he's a beast. You can do that he's, when you that shit. Hey, well, you could just say him. That's him. That's it. He don't even need a name. Just be like, when you walk up to him, they be like, and you and you lean over to your, your whoever you talking to, like, this is like old Western. You tell him, that's him. You know what I mean? And he just Yo, looks he's up. Definitely, <laughs> he's definitely a beast. But uh, I learned more and more about Kobe after he passed away. And that's why I tip my hat to him, and I have way more respect for him because I only see, saw it from my perspective. But once I started watching, Dr. see, but you got to just watch the sports. See, just like we do in every sport, we 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 don't put people in the Hall of Fame and things like that because we're looking at their whole life. I ask you, top five skilled player that you like? You're giving me top five personality. <laughs> no, I'm not giving you personality. I'm taking my best, my favorites, my favorites. <laughs> Uh, that I that I grew up. I with. got you. I got you, Dwayne Wade. I, I definitely fuck with Wade. I can't. I can't. What's your top three shoes? What's the top three shoes? Shoes, man. Um, that's crazy, man. I got out of my shoe game a lot. Mine's, bit, would, mine's would be the Kyrie's, the Derrick Rose, the two those two joints, and then yeah. maybe uh. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, like right now KD's I have Kyrie's, so I I do love Kyrie's. Kyrie's are, are really good shoes. I would also say, uh, who has some um, also, Kobe's. I did play in them for like one time. Those were really nice. And um, you ever played I, mean, in the I don't like to play in Jordans. I haven't I haven't played in them in a long time. You ever played in the Curry's? I had, yeah. I said those were my number ones. I got them right now. The, the Curry. Yeah. The, Oh, the Currys. Oh, yeah, I have a pair of them, too. I played them some outside one-on-ones in those. I actually do like those. So the Kyrie's, the Currys, and your, uh, what did I say, three, and Kobe's. So I would say those three. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. So let's jump into the business side. What made you choose the real estate business, and how far do you feel like you want to get into it, or and you already are, um, into it and what do you need to learn from, you think or already know yeah so the real estate game is um is one of those things that you have to really sit down and kind of study a little bit i purchased my first home about two years ago and it was a condo and i was looking to you know just stay and occupy it for like one year and then rent it out and at that time i wasn't eligible for my va so i used conventional um, and I was a first time buyer. It was a lot of stuff that I was just like, oh man, this process is long. And I just wasn't, uh, well informed on, on certain steps, but, um, I end up selling that home and it was so crazy. Like, I think maybe three months after that, that's when it became that seller market and everybody was paying like 15 to 20,000 above the asking price. And I was like, dang it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like the stock market. You never know when you could, you know, can hit something or not. But, you know, it was a lesson learned. It was a lot of things I had to go through, HOA fees and dealing with, you know, the people over there and stuff like that. So I ended up selling it. But right now I'm buying um, multifamily homes. 
Yeah. And I feel like multifamily homes are great. And I feel like everybody should understand the importance of it because I feel like people in our community, you know, they try to live this American dream and I'm not knocking them for it. Like do it. Like, but if that's for you, but if it's not for you, don't just be stuck with, you know, a big home and a backyard and a white picket fence. Like that's not yeah, for everyone. Push forward. You got to, you do, you got to think, you got to think smarter. You know what I mean? Like we learned in the army, like think smarter, not harder. You know what I mean? Like, so if you could have someone else in your home, like a duplex, that's going to pay 70% of your mortgage. And all you have to do is pay a small amount where you can save money or invest money or buy that next home. Why not think that? Like, you know, I try to think outside of what my parents thought or what their parents thought. Like we're living in a generation where we can have multiple jobs and have residual income but we just have to start thinking outside the box. You know what I mean? Like no more nine to five. It's cool for some people to do it, but I don't want to, to live like that. I want to be able to have somebody pay for my mortgage and then I can start leaving some stuff for my lineage. So real estate is where it's at for me. It might not be for some people. And trust me, it, it takes a lot. Like as far as um, insurance goes, like you are responsible for anybody, your, your tenants, if they get hurt or if there's a leak, you know, there's a lot of things that you are responsible for, but you know, those things, as long as you got everything lined up, you can afford it, you know, but it's just like taking that leap of faith and trying to find another way to make money because we should have all streams of, of revenue coming in. It shouldn't just be one stream of income. It should be multiple. So I, that, that's how I got into the real estate. So my goal is to have a duplex, a triplex and a quadruplex, uh, within, uh, the next seven years. So then I can move, move to Texas. Shout out to Houston, Texas. I'll be down there soon. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds definitely good. Let's jump into this next sponsor. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Bass Name Easy. And I'm here with Shooting the Splits Podcast. The number one podcast for bringing you everything you need to know about up-and-coming entrepreneurs. If you want to hear more from Shooting the Splits Podcast, make sure you check them out on Vaha Media on all social media platforms. If you want to hear more about myself, Bastin Ain't Easy, make sure you go check me out on YouTube at Bastin Ain't Easy. And I will catch y'all on the water. All right, so we're back. So we learned quite a bit about you, you know, a little bit. We still got some more things to learn about you. What are some vacation spots that you want to go to or you think would be interesting uh, to visit that uh, maybe is on your future uh, calendar? So definitely um, vacations. I love to travel. You know, I, I don't have any kids, you know. Um, I'm still in my, I don't want to get my age away, but I'm still fairly young. You know, a lot of people. <laughs> I'm, I'm 51, but don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm 51, but don't, don't no, worry about it. The way my knees feel, I might be <laughs> in my 50s, but no, uh, no. Um, I love to have a good time. So I was, you know, I really wanted to go to Ghana. I really want to go to Ghana. That is my ultimate trip. Okay. Um, I've been wanting to go there since I was in the third grade. I did a report on them. And my actually my good best guy friend, you know, he's from um, Ghana. And they're actually planning a trip this December. I was supposed to go on this one. But then my sister hit me with the, you know, my niece's birthday party. And 
where she's taking her and i'm like dang all right you know family come first i'm gonna I'm be with my family I she might hey, she might make you go now <laughs> now she listens to this podcast she's like oh don't don't stop on the behalf for me nah she don't care she, like, <laughs> she told me like oh you ain't going to ghana you going here for your niece so <laughs> and that and that's my heart that's my twins i'm like anything for my family so but the crazy thing is i already have my vacations planned out for 2022 so okay. i'm literally going to uh trinidad for carnival so okay. I'll be out there. Uh-oh. Um, then yeah, it's cra- it's gonna be crazy. You gotta, have, you gotta have some you gotta have some young hips. Yo, I'm gonna have it that day. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure out. I take me some some aspirin. Yeah. Some, some hips gonna be burnt out. I've been to the good. carnival. It's it's wild. <laughs> I wanna wear that outfit. Like I wanna have a cute little outfit, show my figure off. I got a little leg tattoo now. You Uh-oh. Know? Getting dangerous. Y'all got to watch dangerous, out. Dangerous, you know? Chocolate, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're giving the description, guys. Hey, there it is. Chocolate tattoo. Suck got it, it hanging you. down my leg. <laughs> you know? And you Suck can find you. me at the carnival if you're looking for me. I'm going to have hey. on those wings. Who are you going yes, to carnival man. with? Um, with my homegirls and I, my best okay. guy friends will be there. So, okay. you know, I, I bring people that, cause you know, you can't travel with people, certain, certain people, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you need good energy. So I, if you got good energy, you can travel with me. Like, you know what I mean? But if you, if your energy off, I'll be like, uh, stay home. Cause I, I went on some trips and you know, people kind of just mess up your mood and I'm like, I don't oh, want to yeah. do that no more. Yeah. Blown. Yeah. Yeah. You're blown. So you're blown. But yeah, the next trip I go on, you got, you got to hit me up so we can go on it. But uh, yeah, Vegas right. is up next, you know, right after Trinidad. And then, yeah. um, let's see, what else did we say? Um, I'm trying to think now. It was another trip before Ghana. And okay. I can't think where, I think it might be New Orleans. I think we wanted to go to Essence Festival. So it was like, y'all, y'all was already playing. COVID is already super gone. We're going out it's, there. Yeah, it's gone. We're going out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. We're going out there. You know, we got to travel because in 2023, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm going to probably Puerto Rico and then that'll be it because I got to oh, get man. on my focus on this real estate. So, you know, money got to That's go what's going to make you travel more because you're going to be like, man, I need to go buy a property in this state. You know what? <laughs> I need some of this down south money because it's actually cheaper down here. Let me go put some money in this state. And now you're making residual income. And before you look up, you're like, man, I won't go on this trip. But my homegirl did tell me it was nice. And they do a lot of horseback riding out there. Let's go to this. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's Uh, real. It's real. It it changes real quickly. It does. It does. And my goal is to, and and I'm big on speaking stuff into existence. I will tell that to the audience. Speak stuff into existence. Have positive affirmations. Every day that you wake up, there's a lot of people that's going through a lot. um, Depression, anxiety, everything. So one of my things that I do is I speak things into life. And one of the things I said is that I want to be a millionaire by 40. So um, that is my goal. And that's what I'm trying to achieve. So that's why all these little things that I'm doing is to put that to the side and um, to achieve that goal. So even if it doesn't happen, but I'm big on that. Like I noticed that once I speak over my life and, you know, and I'm praying and I I stay steadfast in the word, things happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying that you only use God just for for blessings yourself. Like, no, that's not the case because some people think that way. You know, you use him. I, I talk to God every day for strength. There's a lot of stuff you got to deal with. And he's definitely been there for me for for strength and being a provider and a healer and all these type of things. 
but not only are the blessings coming my way, but my family, my friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just a wonderful thing to see. So speak okay. over your life and be positive. You know, I, I will say that to the listeners, definitely. Well, I, I my goal is to make millions, like you said. Yeah. And another half of Demita's million. I want I want mine and her half of hers. <laughs> so if that's okay with y'all, then we all right. You know what I'm saying? That's my goal. Cause I, I, I like I like to one up on people because I want to make sure I'm staying ahead, kind of like Bill Gates did for the last umpteen uh freaking years, you know. Word, word. Stay ahead. Stay ahead. And we can tell, tell the people too that we're looking at trying to put something together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely putting a group together. We're we're gonna get a couple of people um from like, you know, our side of the world and trying to put together to try to get some apartment complexes, little mm-hmm. things like that. We're trying to put our money together, build our own little uh, real estate group because, you know, we all got our separate things going, but we're yeah. trying to put together our group thing. So that's what Denise is referring to. Uh, Definitely. And that's and that, that we can encourage them too. like guys, like there's a lot of things that now people are starting to move into black owned businesses and all that type of stuff. And if you just come together with a, few people like we need more nail and spa black owned businesses we need more um something trying to think of something like beauty and supply stores like start thinking about that i was i was gonna say liquor store but i'm you know i'm not big on that one but that is an opportunity too you know what i mean and it's just think about some things that that we can get into and especially in our community that way that we all can eat and buy the block so um start getting together like you might be like oh i don't have the funds for it get with people who have it and just come together start saving up and y'all can do it together don't think you just have to do it on your own we got a bunch of hands we can scratch each other's back that's the simplest way i could tell a person to do it Mm -hmm. i'm saying the more we scratch each other's back it keeps that business elevating and like you said you don't have to do things dolo and a lot of people feel like they do this is the time we get to ring that bell and we get to go ahead and ask Anita to drop some knowledge on us because this is the knowledge hour where you get to drop some knowledge of something that maybe we don't know or we should know, but that you feel that you should share with us that we should know. Go ahead and drop it. Drop it. All right. So one thing that has really touched my heart um, the last couple months and rest in peace to DMX. Um, but he said something really profound and really hit me in my life. And he says, obedience is better than sacrifice. And in his interview, he was saying that instead of doing what we think God wants us to do, do what he asks us to do. And that is deep because we feel like if we do what we think God wants us to do, that's more of a like a flesh-like thing. That's more of a, we made a choice type thing. That's just like, oh, I I sacrificed this for God. Like, no, just be obedient to like, if this is what he tells you to do, do it. You know, and I, and I, that that hit me hard because of course, you know, I was doing things in my life that I didn't think that he would be, you know, fond of or whatever, or whatever, you know, being in the world. But I, that hit me hard. And I was like, you know what, you need to be a little bit more obedient. And that I just want to tell that to people, like, just think about that whenever you get into a situation where you're thinking that, you know, this is tough. Think about what God would want you to do or not what we, what he's asked you to do. 
because you're being obedient to his word. So think about that in every situation. I will I will say that. That's that's a deep thing to know. Okay, okay, okay. It's that knowledge, man. It's that knowledge. She done drops a super bomb on us. That is some good knowledge. So we're going to jump straight back into what are some of the hobbies that you're doing, that you that you do? Yeah, actually, a hobby that, and I actually took a break for it a little bit just because I was in training. Um, right now, I do like little podcasts too as well that you're aware of, like Underground Rail on YouTube and Facebook. So I like what what Stokes has said in the last episode. I was I was listening. Come on now, you know I was listening. I was listening. Mm-hmm. I support. And um, he had said, like, don't get discouraged about the views and the numbers and all that type of stuff. Because there was a point where I was looking. I'm like, dang. Like, you know, I had four people on the show. I'm like, yo, our numbers should be different than what what it is right now. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, if you have 50 people watching, you got 50 people watching. You know, you, you only can go up. You can't go down. So shout out to him uh, for putting that message out there for the folks. So and that's real. So I do I do a podcast and it's called Underground Rail. And, you know, the reason I like that show or the reason I came up with the name is for the simple fact is because like it's breaking the chains. Like back with Underground Rail, they used to use agents to like disseminate the information and also to help people find their way to freedom. And and that's kind of like what the show is about is like breaking those chains. How can we find ways to to get us to do other things than what we know? like how to to create generational wealth how to get into real estate how to get into the stock market how to get into wholesaling like it's a lot of things i have you know people on the show that talk about nutrition and and fitness so it was just like you know just trying to get the information out to the community it wasn't asking anything in return and um that was actually really fun actually you know tia 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 was the one who got me into it because she did her her fitness poetry yeah. And um, she had me in the video and she was like, hey, would you like to interview me? And I was like, yeah, cool. So shout out to Tia. You know, she's the one that got me into the hobby. And, um, you know, it's, it's only going to go good up. Hobby. Yeah, no, it's definitely yeah. a good hobby to do. And like you said, you mentioned Stokes said um, about the grind and, and trying to get individuals to listen. It's just like this podcast is new. You know, yeah. some people might not catch on until I'm on episode 10 and they got to go <laughs> back and play the first 10, you know. Where? To, 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 to catch back up, but it gives them something to do and see what they missed and see where it started or where it's gone. Yeah. Um, I, I like I like that hobby. That grind is definitely different. You got to stay persistent because um, people will be on. You might have them on there for 30 seconds. They might be on there for two minutes. You got to stay, might be on there for three minutes, but you got to stay consistent because during that time, you got to be at your best you. You got to be at your your, your your seller that's to bring them back to watch yeah. them. So yeah, no, nah, it's, it's a definitely different grind. We've we me and him have done it on many platforms. We've done it many different ways. Uh, we've started over many a times when we started getting like a good running start. So I definitely uh, I definitely can understand that. So we got to hang out with you today. We'll definitely get you back on here. Um, before we close out, what we normally do is. I'm going to give you an opportunity because since I got to ask you a million questions, <laughs> this is your time. You can ask me a question before we get off the show. Let's see. Um, 
I know the stock market is big. And actually, matter of fact, not even stock, the crypto. What is your, if you're into it, I'm not sure if you are or not. I know we talked about stocks <laughs> and stuff like that. What okay. is your um, your go-to crypto if you if you had a, to hit, put money in something right now? What would you put money into? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not the guy for it. I just, I just <laughs> what question? <laughs> I feel like a freaking professor right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I, uh, I got out of the stock market. I even came back to it recently and got right back out after I seen that Dogecoin thing. I, I, I was like, this is gross. People are like bidding on themselves. The business doesn't really exist, so. It's like you have to have a whole episode slash session to talk about why and why not for, for something like that. But um, it, it, it's funny. So, but yeah, it, def the, it definitely is. It definitely crypto, is. So crypto world, I'm yeah, I'm not in there, man. I mean, I would tell you if anything. Uh, so uh, I don't know what it's called. I forgot the name of it. Jim Jones was on the uh, Breakfast Club and he was talking about that he got like this this coin or something, this airspace. Where you could sell like your episodes or something like that, and it's like a fingerprint or something. I, I you have to just Google the Jim Jones episode um, on the Breakfast Club. Uh, Jim Jones Breakfast interview Club. on the Breakfast okay. Club. He drops some fucking some knowledge and some shit that can make you money instantly off of just your products on um, mm. being posted, uh, whether it's for fun or whatever. Just being because people bid on it, uh, kind of like an eBay, but it's like. It's kind of like uh, it's like having a baseball card, a virtual baseball card. It's still worth just as much as the 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 card in your hand. Wow! So people are selling like their old product. It's, it's a bunch of stuff. Just Google it. I don't want to get it wrong or say anything wrong on it. And then somebody, yeah, hey, no. well, and oh. I and I will tell. That's that's dope. I'm a, I'm gonna look into that one too. Just like how we're talking about this, like start doing research, people. Like, you know, start. You have literally everybody should have a phone. You Google stuff. Google is my best friend. YouTube is my best friend. I found a lot of stuff off of there. And then obviously, you know, fact check it and get with some people who know what they're talking about. But, you know, we have the resource on the palm of our hand and we just need to start uh, utilizing it to make money off of it. And you know how we talked about shoes earlier. A lot of us do buy Jordans and stuff like that. But start buying stuff that you know that you can make money off. Like, I don't know, a movie theater screen, vending machines, um, bouncy homes. You know, I know you had a person on there talking about that. Like, start finding things that can make you like you buy it that you can make money off of it. Like, we got to start thinking bigger than that. Instead of thinking buying stuff that can be a liability, buy things that can be assets. I think that's key that, that our listeners need to start doing. So, thank you for having me on the show, though. I appreciate Most it. Most definitely, definitely, I definitely appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Um, do. Uh, definitely, I definitely appreciate you coming out. I definitely appreciate you supporting. Yeah, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the basketball tournament for, for sure. Yeah, if anybody wants to um, hit me up or talk about anything, like there's a lot of things I can tell you about from starting the LLC to um, getting your insurance for coaching and all that type of stuff. Like, and that's why I say, you know, coming back on, we can all talk about that, but. Um, I am literally here to help any and everybody. You know, I don't discriminate. Uh, none of that. Like, I'm here to help. So that's what, that's my purpose here on Earth. So I appreciate you again. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at um, at Coach D. Love me. That's my personal page. 
You can also follow me at True Free Basketball. That's for you. So if you're interested, if you're in the Montgomery County area and you have a boy or girl that's interested in playing basketball, you can hit me up on there. And then also on YouTube at Underground Rail. So, yeah. All right, appreciate you. So, definitely appreciate you coming through, and we're going to talk to you next time. Most definitely.